Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. We're glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, just thank you for revealing your Word and just helping us come to you, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for showing us what's going to come to pass so that we're prepared for it, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for giving us examples so that we know what we're doing. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good morning and welcome, everybody. Glad to have you with us as we continue our our study in the book of Acts. Amen. And I'll say discussion of the Lord's word with you. Mm -hmm. Um, We just ask that you would like, subscribe on this and any number of the platform. It's where you find a day of prayer and share with someone else that they too can be blessed, but that we can all learn and grow, not just in the knowledge of, but in relationship (laughs) with our Lord and Savior together. Amen. That's, <laughs> that's vitally important. Mm-hmm. Is a huge, huge, vastly significant difference between knowledge of something and relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, today we are moving forward in the book of Acts, and we are going to cover... Uh, so we're going to get a volunteer to read from Acts chapter 1, verses 15 through the end of the chapter. So verse 26, please. I will. All right, Layla. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples. Altogether, the number of the names was about 120 and said, men and brethren, this scripture has to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke before by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus, for he was numbered with us and obtained a part in this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the wages of iniquity and falling headlong, he burst open in the middle and all his entrails gushed out. And it became known to all those dwelling in Jerusalem, so that field is called in their own language, Akel Dama, that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his dwelling place be desolate and let no one live in it, and let another take his office. Therefore, these men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John to that day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. And they proposed two, Joseph called Barsabas, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, O Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which of these two you have chosen to take part in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. And they cast their lots, and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, at this time, I'm going to open up the floor so each of you can share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and ask any questions that you have. All right? Okay. Who would like to begin? Well, I just have this slight question. It strikes me odd. If 
David, by the well, David had said by the Holy Spirit that one would lead Jesus to transgression. Um, his only place would be desolate; no one lives in it, and another one take his office. And since, well, I think all the Jews learned and practically memorized the Torah at that rate when they were young. How come Judas didn't put the pieces together? For I the mean, same reasons the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes didn't put it together. Hmm. Wait a second. And and they didn't put it together when Jesus literally stood in front of them and declared multiple times to them who he was. And even before he went to go get the the money, how come he didn't his eyes didn't get big and go, Oh, this is what the scripture's talking about and like you know so so do you remember when we were going <laughs> over the lord's house and we were talking about the fall of man in the garden okay yes jesus both told and demonstrated how he was going to redeem man right yes he so the enemy knew what was going to be done and how it was going to be done. He was told. It was he, made known to him. It was made known, but he also saw, if you will, the Lord sacrifice the animal and cover both Adam and, well, at that time, it was woman, but her name was changed, right? Because now it was under the curse, to Eve. So... The enemy clearly saw that. And having, right, what does the scripture say? And having ears to hear, they do not hear. And having eyes to see, they do not see. Right? And Jesus said that as well. We also said what? You are like your father, the, the devil. devil. Who, who had eyes to see and didn't see and had ears to hear, but did not hear. Would not hear. Right? Yes, yes. But he was blinded. Right? The Lord turned them over to that so that they could not see or hear. Doesn't he say that even to the children of Israel? He says, um, I gotta remember the exact exact scripture, but more or less, if you would repent, if you would open your eyes to see and ears to hear, then I would heal you. And restore your and restore the land and all those things, right? Yes. Okay. How is this any different? And yes, I, I know you're you're sitting there going, but this is even spoken by King David, and it's in Psalm sixty nine, right? Is is um or Psalm forty one? Yes, one of the Psalm forty one nine. Yeah, and in Psalm sixty nine, uh, verse 25? well, really verse twenty five. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. And then Psalm 109, verse 8. Exactly. So, well, and, and, I mean, in Psalm 69, right, putting all the pieces together, because it talks about the, the, the reproach of David and the Messiah, right? And even to the point of, um, and for my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink, right? It really starts in verse 22, <laughs> through 28 it talks about the the curse on judas if you will right and and those that crucify the messiah 
So who is that? It's not just the people that were there at that time. It is anyone that chooses to be in opposition to the Lord. Mm. Uh, man, and uh, let's read that. I'll read that because there there is some significant and deep things there. Um, and then we'll go we'll go to you, brother. Um, so Psalm sixty nine, uh, starting in verse twenty two. Let their table become a snare before them, and their well-being a trap. Let their eyes be darkened so that they do not see, and make their loins shake continually. Pour out your indignation upon them, and let your wrathful anger take hold of them. Let their dwelling place be desolate. Let no one live in their tents. For they persecute the ones you have struck, and talk of the grief of those you have wounded. Add iniquity to their iniquity, and let them not come into your righteousness. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living and not be written with the righteous. That's significant. That is painful. Not just now, but for eternity as well. Hmm. Uh, Right? Like, you should have understood this. It it goes directly with Jesus' crucifixion. Right? Directly, not preceding, directly following that. Right? Yes. Okay. So we have to understand those things as as it relates to not just them, the apostles at that time, right? But us today. Now, brother, you got something you... Yeah, I'm just jumping in right with you. I just went someplace else. Okay, brother. So I went to Romans 1, 18 through about the middle of 24. Mm -hmm. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. So pause for a second there. They willingly are suppressing the truth. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing it. Then it goes on in 19. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. There's no excuse. Amen. People say they don't know, they don't understand. That's a lie. They're lying to themselves. Um, That's right. Uh, Ravi Zacharias has some really good stuff on this and talking about that, that, you know, uh, atheists try to give all these arguments. It, doesn't, it just doesn't hold water. Right here, it's mm. clear. Mm-hmm. God has shown it, made it plain to them. Mm-hmm. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power, divine nature, have already been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For all, mm-hmm. no, although they knew God, so they mm-hmm. did know him. They mm-hmm. had an excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as That's God right. or give thanks Neither to him. And there's thankful. a lot of key things there about giving thanks. Mm-hmm. They did not give thanks to him. Because of that, they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were hardened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creepy things. Therefore, God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity and to dishonoring their bodies among themselves. And it goes on, but they exchanged the truth of God for a lie. Amen. Willfully, willingly, with full volition, did it to themselves. Amen. So, Layla, your question, he did not believe that he was God. Judas didn't believe Jesus was Messiah, right? Yes. So then he thought he had no reason to be thankful. Now it's easy, right? You can tell yourself anything to make permissions for yourself to do things that are wrong. 
And when you read things like that, um, there's, there's many conclusions that you can come to. But if you're saying, how come they didn't know? That is a clear indicator that you should turn that mirror to yourself and go, okay, wait a second. Clearly there was something he missed, right? And each man is tempted when they're drawn away by their own lust. And as you just read, Mr. Dean, out of uh, Romans, lust is blinding when it's contrary to God, mm-hmm. right? Yes. You think about when you wanted to go paint. All you could think about was paint, paint, paint. And painting is not wrong. But how your focus became so narrowed that you could not see, hear, or think of anything else. And it was hard to get through to you. Your emotions began to turn negative, get louder, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody ever been there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Blaming God, et cetera, et cetera than everybody else, that is the sin nature. Judas had every opportunity to go, wait a second. He is God. Even if he hadn't known previous scripture, just seeing and what the Lord was doing and confirming through Jesus was enough. But the witness to his heart was even most, more so important. And he chose to cleave to the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. He chose to persist in seeking after gain, Balaam. Hmm? But Judas's flaw, though written beforehand with scripture, was just declaring what his choice was going to be. God didn't make him do that. And he had an opportunity to make a different choice. So as we look through the scriptures, yes, we, when you can look at something from a, a, an outside perspective, when you can look at it, when there's no cost to you, right? There's, there's no threat. There's no tension. There's no time of the, is of the essence, nothing, no pressure on you. You can look and see all the flaws when your eyes of, the eyes of your understanding have been enlightened. But don't only go, how come they didn't know that? Go, ooh, how should I perceive things in my life? Because if I can look back and see a bird's eye view of their lives, there must be a bird's eye view to my life as well. And I should be seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus and per- perceiving what's happening around me. Because, I mean, you, could, you can think, how might have Judas felt about the Lord? He'd been angry. You'd given all this money away. Look at her wiping her, that oil on you and crying on your feet. What is all this, right? You see many opportunities where he was offended with the Lord. Correct? Yes. yes. Because he had other purposes and motives and intentions in his mind. So see mm-hmm. yourself. Are you going through life being grateful to God, honoring him as God at all times? I'm not saying you're Judas, sweetheart, but I'm saying the sin nature will drive any person to the same, the same place of denying God and betraying him. Its purpose and intention is literally to steal, kill, and destroy. It looks the same everywhere. And that's the adversary. And with every person. Mm-hmm. Well, that's... that's- where I want to jump back in. Mm-hmm. Please do, brother. Because, um, Layla, it's, it's, it's a hard truth for, for you. Um, and as children, you know, I, I don't wish it upon you. But there is harm and heartache coming your way through people. You know, so here's Judas, who was a fake. At the, at the, at the level, he was a fake. He, he looked good and smelled good to all the other disciples but i mean he he wasn't and so um my dad when i was uh much younger and as as we're making this podcast it's around the time of father's day and um 
we're talking a long time ago, 55 years ago. I was about five or six years old. We went to one of these carnivals that was in a grocery store parking lot. Mm-hmm. And um, we were each given $5, which was a lot of money then. My, my brother, my sister, and myself. And my parents stayed in the car. Um, the times were such that they didn't worry about a five-year-old running around by himself <laughs> in a carnival. Mm-hmm. Um, probably should have. We just didn't. Our, we were naive in our thinking mm-hmm. of those times. And uh, as I went down through the midway, one of the... Uh, the guys uh, taught me to coming over to the booth and throw a little softball in the basket. Mm-hmm. And if I just threw the softball in the basket, I'd get this big bear. And he showed me how easy it was. Mm-hmm. And in a matter of minutes, he had my $5. And I was back at the car crying. Mm-hmm. And I uh, got into the back seat and told my dad what happened. And he got out of the front seat, came back in the back seat, sat next to me. And he said, son, there's people that are going to hurt you. And I, I can't do anything about it. But I can love you. And our Heavenly Father, because he is so wise, understands that these things are important to fulfill his purposes. But we can always rely on his love for us as we go through this. Amen. So, um, as pulling back into where we are, um, the guidance of the Holy Spirit is so deeply needed by you. Because we will be fooled by people. And um, we need the Holy Spirit to help us discern and understand who we should bring into our lives, how close we should let them, what we should listen to them, and all that. Because, as you were saying, John, they're, they're there to, as for their father to kill, steal, and destroy. Not mm-hmm. our father, mm-hmm. but their father. And mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a real reality, and we need to be prepared for it. That's a big part of what this podcast is about. It's exposing God's word, but preparing us to live the Christian life and glorify God as we do that. Mm-hmm. So we can stand. Or that, that is done all this stand. It's a stand, right? Stand therefore, that's right. Well, you brought this up just a few episodes ago, right? Or that's why he gave us the armor before we even knew we had need of it. He gave us the armor so we can stand, having done all you can to stand, right? But it was also in his high priestly prayer, right? Um, that uh, he explained how his father was glorified that you bear much fruit, and that your fruit remains. Amen. Right, Dean, you were talking about Judas. And there was there was fruit. He, got he still had miracles, right? Else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He did not remain. Mm-hmm. He let it you could see where the, his heart turned sour when he started complaining about I mean that's just one incident. I can't say it's the exact moment. But the the initiation, he's complaining about the woman anointing Jesus, right? For his burial. Yes. And when I speak with you, my love, all of you and anyone, I'm mm-hmm. never pointing my finger going, you do, 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 pointing at your head and, you know, calling you flawed or I'm not condemning um, you, finding fault with you. But the truth remains that the sin nature is what it is. Right. Yes. And because yes. we have dirt bodies right now, we have to keep our eye watchful that no root of bitterness has an opportunity to enter our hearts and defile us. Right? Because mm-hmm. he slept with Jesus. He walked with him. He ate with him. They, they traveled together. They went through... For about three and a half years. Seeing, you know, the miraculous things of God and, you know, all of those things that we think, man, that's awesome. That's amazing. How could you... What? How could you come... That, that, that we desire to do today. Right? right. And, I mean, we're like, yes. oh. You know, the, there were prophets before that desired to look. They would have loved to just touch him. 
and you were walking with him every day, right? And then on yes. us on the other side of it, we're like, we would just love. And he was walking with them every day. That was an opportunity that God afforded to him. And so if that person being that close, even Peter being that close to Jesus still found himself betraying him temporarily on Peter's part, but still found himself in that place, then that lets us know that we should, uh, as the apostle Paul says, make our election sure, cleave to Jesus above all else. Mm -hmm. Don't make opportunities for the flesh. Don't perceive the things that God does for you and in your life as wrong or hard or harsh, but know that the father has a loving heart towards you, which is what Mr. Dean brought out. Even though it seems like things are hard around you, God loves you. And he's made a plan for you to be protected and successful according to his perspective by following the Holy Spirit and walking with the Holy Spirit. And be mindful that the adversary doesn't take a day off on a technicality. Given the opportunity, he will try to corrupt your heart to make you curse God, to deny him and betray him. There may not be shekels of silver involved. And you there may, may not be. be wearing a robe. <laughs> and, and there may be a kingdom or there may not be, or whatever it is. It may be a car, maybe, but, however it is. That's right. It's no different, even though it has a more modernized feel. It's the same thing, which is why I said, if there's a bird's eye view for them, there's a bird's eye view for us. Do not exchange the truth. For a lie. Because if it's not the truth, it's automatically a lie, right? Yes. Yes. Now, and I, I'm saying this because I had to come across this way. I remember when my eyes were open, I was like, what, Lord, what? And then Jesus turned that mirror right to my face. There you go, ma'am. So you've done this to me. I've betrayed the Lord in my own ways. I've repented because I, I have, I've had time and opportunity. Mm -hmm. And then now as I walk forward with him, I make sure that I'm not betraying him as I continue to go. Amen. Jesus was crucified for my sin, right? If I was yes. there, I would have had my spear out poking his side. I would have been saying crucify him. I would have. I'd love to think myself pious, but I know the truth. Oh, we, we all did, right? <laughs> and we haven't gotten to that point because that's in Acts chapter 6, right? But um, Stephen, the first martyr, mm -hmm. says very plainly, the Lord Jesus Christ, whom you crucified. Mm -hmm. He didn't mince words. He made it very, he stated it very plainly. You did this. Well, mm. I did this. Mm -hmm. We all did this. The difference is. Until we yeah. repented. Mm -hmm. Right? He washed us in his blood. Amen. Cleansing us from all sin, unrighteousness, iniquity, everything. Amen. And adopted us as sons and daughters of the Most High God. Amen. And the Holy Spirit. And joint heirs with Christ. Amen. And the Holy Spirit bears witness in our spirit that we are. Sons of God. We are children of God. Amen. Mm -hmm. And let's not look at the plank or the speck in our, our neighbor's eye and neglect the plank in our own. Right? We, yes. yes. We, are all, we all have fallen short of the glory of God. It is. But now we are the righteousness in Christ Jesus. Amen. So if you noticed that there's a place in your life that you've portrayed God as being God, you didn't glorify him and honor him as God, repent. Come back into alignment with him. And I hate to make it sound so simple, but it really just is that easy. <laughs> Tell God you're sorry. If you're already a part of his family, you've already received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, 
but you've wronged him in some way. You've gone into sin or think this, you know, you've been disobedient, whatever it is. I'm not dismissing the severity of it, but Jesus has already shed his blood. And he said that he would forgive us. He's faithful and just to forgive us Mm -hmm. our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Bring it to him. Let him take care of it. Let him be God and touch that area of your life. Well, and concerning the simplicity of it, right? Mm -hmm. Don't we always look for the more difficult, complicated thing? And that is a story in the scripture in the Old Testament about this king who, (laughs) yes, hey, go dip yourself seven times in the Jordan. That was it, right? But what was his response? He got oh. angry. I thought you were going to wave your hand and do right. something spectacular. Right, I thought, exactly. Or, mm. or isn't there cleaner water? Isn't there other stuff? Or, he right? complained, and he what got was, angry. And how was the response towards him? It was the little servant girl that said, if he had not done this great thing, would you not have done it? But he told you to dip yourself seven no, times. He, well, yes, ish. He said, if he had given you this complicated, difficult, I'm paraphrasing, right? But difficult task would you not have done it immediately (laughs) right it's our natural mind that thinks it has to be some huge grandiose even super complicated thing when when the lord's just like hey this is it i've prepared the way it's it's simple right take my yoke upon you my burden is light Right? The complicated yes. has been done. It's he already said it's done. Finished. <laughs> the complicated has been done. <laughs> so receive it. Amen. So walk in the work that he gave us to do, which is just to repent mm-hmm. and receive his forgiveness and keep it moving. Amen. Let's pause there for today. And um, cause there's a lot in there, a lot for the, you know, us to, to seek the Lord on and to examine ourselves mm-hmm. with and. Let the Holy Spirit, His Holy Spirit, minister to us. So, mm-hmm. can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for your forgiveness today and for cleansing us from all unrighteousness, Lord, and mm-hmm. making us where we're able to stand before you, Lord, and thank full you, confidence Jesus. and assurance that you love us, Lord, and that you care for us, Lord. We thank you for every opportunity that you've given us to be your son or your daughter, Lord, and your ambassador on behalf of you, God. We thank you for... You're strengthening and you're equipping, Lord, for teaching us the right way and the way that we should go, Lord, so that when we're old, we do not depart from it, God. We don't depart from you, Lord. So we just thank you for your goodness, your abundant mercy and compassion, Lord, and your kindness, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So we just thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, 
Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.